Why do narcissists hate you and then they also love you? Have you ever wondered why a narcissist seems to oscillate between loving you and being kind and being affectionate and like doing all these good things and then seeming like they hate you? Like, I don't want this relationship. Like, who even cares anymore? Like, why are you in my life? Like, this behavior is confusing because it's super contradictory of like, how does this actually impact your emotional well-being when you have this person that's all the way on this side and then goes all the way this side and you're like i don't even know what's happening can we even define the relationship what does this even look like i want you to join me today as we explore some of the dynamics of narcissistic relationships and uncover some of the reasons behind the simultaneous feelings and aspects that you get from a narcissist that is like they love me and then they hate me which one is it what does that actually look like okay part of this is going to tap into the aspect of cognitive dissonance because it's literally that question of like, wait a second, does he love me? Does he hate me? Like, which does it actually look like? But we're going to break it down in a couple of points to hopefully understand it on a different level and a different depth than what we've talked about before. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day challenge called the Clarity Challenge that helps you break the trauma bond, get out of the rumination, and ultimately step into a place of freedom, understanding who you are and your purpose and direction. If you're interested in looking at that, you can go to claritychallenge.net. And if you haven't already, hit like or subscribe so you can be around for more videos and engage with the community on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay, so what about this question? Why does a narcissist hate you and love you? Like, how does it actually make sense? There's two polar opposites, but it seems to happen so much in a toxic relationship. Well, the first thing I want to highlight for you is this aspect of narcissistic supply and their emotional dependency. Okay, now with this, a narcissist loves to get attention, right? Like they want the attention, the admiration, they want everything from you, okay? They're like, let me invest a dollar, let me get $1,000 back. Like I wanna make sure I get everything from you without actually putting forth a lot of my time. Now, when we talk about this attention, admiration that they receive from their targets, from the people that they're trying to interact with, this is oftentimes what we term as narcissistic supply. Okay, you end up being a supply to a toxic person. You end up feeding a lot of times the addiction that narcissist has of like getting something from you. This could be positive supply. This could be negative supply. It doesn't matter. It just means you gave a reaction or response to something the narcissist was doing. With this aspect of the positive one, a narcissist craves this validation of like, I want to be able to have this validation from you of who I actually am, of, of how good I am, of how amazing I am, of how, of how good I look, all these different things to be able to pump them up. But the problem with this is like, it doesn't actually last long term because their love is conditional. Okay, we've talked about pieces of the narcissist viewing you as a toaster. Like they love you for what you produce. They love you for what you actually do for them. But when you stop producing, when you stop doing the thing that narcissist like wants you to do, it's like, okay, let me replace you and bring in a new person. Let me replace you and put something else in my life that's going to make me feel better. Okay, like this love piece for a narcissist is very transactional. So a lot of times people are like, how can he say he loves me, but he does something different? Well, we have to be able to look of like, what is your definition of love compared to his definition of love? I'd, I'd bring up the aspect that they're like polar opposite of what you actually think. Because at the end of the day, you're viewing it being like, this is love. But it's not because of how he views love is completely different. Okay, love for a narcissist is typically drawn off this aspect of looking for a high, looking for manipulation, looking for control, and looking for someone who's going to feed their own needs, like supply. Okay, it's not this as aspect of like genuine affection for other people that narcissist has and a genuine deep relation and connection with another person because of lack of vulnerability, lack of honesty. 
Okay, when this aspect of supply, like when the when there's a lot of supply, like it seems like the nurse is really loving. Like when you're giving a lot of attention, reaction, all those things. But when something changes, like when the narcissist feels threatened or when they don't get their needs met, they're going to sh quickly shift to another version. Okay, you're going to see this a lot of times after you get engaged, after you move in together, after you get married, after you have a kid. Like multiple things that are pivotal moments in your relationship where the narcissist starts to drop the mask. Because it's like, wait a second, I'm not getting the same amount of supplies I got before. I'm not getting what I want because now there's, for a kid, there's another human in our life that's interacting and is taking away my time, my attention, my validation, all these different pieces. Okay, so a lot of times you have a narcissist that will look at being like, I want to have this attention, but I don't want to actually have the investment into you. This is how it oscillates between the love and the hate, okay? So you might see this early on when a narcissist like gives you like a lot of affection, a lot of praise, uh, a lot of aspects of like, hey, I'm like fulfilling you and then something changes and all of a sudden it switches to hate because you challenge their authority, because you expressed your own needs, because you start to convey your emotions and all of a sudden like the narcissist love, quote unquote, like quickly turns into the aspect of hostility and content over you. Okay, because they weren't actually invested long-term into you and your growth and development. They're invested short-term into the happiness and the high of what they got off of that interaction, that transaction with you. All right, so then we have the second aspect, which is control manipulation. Surprise, surprise, right? Narcissists who hate in you and love you use these tools to be able to control and manipulate you. Okay, so they pull out like, oh, like we're, we're struggling a little bit today. Let me pull out the love tool. Let me give you a little bit of love, you know, just to be able to breadcrumb you a little bit farther. Okay, now let me actually like bring out the hate tool because I want to push you away. You're getting a little too close. That way I can either break up with you or have an argument so I can go do what I want to do. Okay, by alternating between these highs and these lows, the positive and the negative, they keep you off balance. Like they keep you questioning, like what is real? Like what is wrong? What, what, what did I do? Like all these things. And it puts you dependent on the narcissist's approval. So like when I push and pull with you, you start to be like, wait a second, like what do I, how do I actually, how does this work? And, and you get to a place where you're not sure how to be able to get the other person's attention, validation, and approval. Okay, it produces this. It, it conditions you to start looking for approval from a person who's purposely keeping it from you, who's purposely holding it back so that you keep trying more. So you keep trying more and more and more. That's how they control. That's how they manipulate. Okay, a lot of times narcissists will use the love and the compliments as like a fishing line. They're throwing it out and they're going to reel you back in. Okay, this creates this sense of attachment. They, they hook you, creates a sense of attachment of like, oh my gosh, like he gets me. He loves me. While well, his aspect of the hate and the criticism is throwing you back out there and then you're like, but wait a second, get me back on the hook. I want to be. And so they keep this going back and forth. This is how a narcissist actually sets up the reverse discard. Okay. Um, sorry, the reverse Hoover. Okay. This is how a narcissist sets up the reverse Hoover where he gets to a place where he's discarded you so many times. You're used to him coming back in your life. And when he doesn't come into back in your life, you're like, oh my gosh, what did I do? And you go back because you're like, something's wrong. I need to get back with this person. This happens a lot of times when a narcissist loves you and when they hate you, when they utilize both of these aspects, these oscillating emotions to confuse you, to put you emotionally off balance and to get you to keep coming back, to keep coming back into the relationship over and over and over. Okay, you see this a lot of times again in the early stages, idealization, love bombing, making you feel like the most important in the world. Okay, like this is like the best thing ever. Then as the relationship progresses, it switches. And they start to slowly insert devaluation, criticizing you, belittling you, 
undermining like different aspects of you and keeping you in right here this constant state of insecurity okay this constant state of insecurity this emotionally off balancing piece does one thing it immobilizes you you're listening to this right now and you might be a hundred percent stuck in this relationship because of what he's doing the push and the pull, the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs, all these different pieces are intended to keep you stuck. And the more like power you give them, the more it will control you, the more it will leave you stuck time and time again for a long period of time. All right, third point that I want to be able to point out really quick before we wrap up is this idea of projection and self-preservation. Okay, narcissists hate you and they love you because they're going to project their own negative things and their insecurities onto you so they feel better about themselves. All right, this aspect is like I'm unwilling to actually acknowledge what's actually going on inside. I'm unwilling to actually see what's actually here. So I need to be able to put it back on you. I need to be able to put it on someone else so that it's not my fault. Can't be my fault. It has to be someone else. Okay, and so this piece of like loving you might be like, oh, I love what you can do for me. I love what you get for me. I love what, how you make me feel in this moment. Okay, this doesn't mean that they love these certain aspects being like, I admire how much you care about other people. Okay, a narcissist isn't doing that. They're not looking for your intrinsic good or intrinsic worth to start applying that. Okay, not true transformation. They might take a piece of that and be like, oh, let me look this way. Now I look this way now. You know, like they might change it, okay? But it's only a piece of the mask. It's not actually true change, true transformation of who they actually are. Like the love for you is going to end up being just like what you actually get to them, like how they actually pull things from you, okay? You might see this a lot of times growing up or like in a narcissistic family. Okay, narcissistic parent might love different aspects of the kid while they're trying to live vicariously through the kid. I'm like, this kid makes me look good because they're doing stuff that I know was able to do. Like, like this kid achieved a bunch of things. They have all these talents and it reflects positively on the parent. The parent's like, yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty amazing. I, I taught her everything she knows, like all these things. Okay, but the problem is if the child starts to play, the, it starts to display like these traits uh, and behaviors where the parent perceives as weakness or like flaws or like inconsistency, then that love can really swift, shift swiftly into resentment or hostility. Words are hard today, but anyways, okay? Hopefully that makes sense as far as like the narcissist oscillates back and forth between this love and this hate. Ultimately, the biggest thing you need to understand is it immobilizes you. It leaves you stuck in a toxic relationship until you actually see the light of day, see the truth and start to break free. That's what we do inside the Clarity Challenge. Go to claritychallenge.net right now to be able to understand and see how we break people out of the trauma bond, how we remove you from the rumination, how we help you eradicate the triggers, how we help you with the story that you believe that leaves you stuck, that leaves you immobilized, not knowing what to do. If you want more of an accelerated, like step-by-step -step process, working with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can go to www.rawmotivation.com, click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to see if you might be a good fit or not. We're for our Thriver community. It's a community that is actively growing and changing, rewiring the story that they believe, getting into truth and clarity every single day. If that's you and you're interested in applying for that, you can go to rawmotivation.com, click on the one-on-ones, fill out the application at the top. We can move forward from there. Thank you all so much. If you haven't already, like and subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow.